and welcome to High School Musical, the musical, the series, the podcast, the animated series. Hey, just kidding. Um, there's a very good parody tweet from this past weekend from Christopher Miller, um, who of Lord and Miller fame, aka the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street and also Spider-Verse, right? Yes. Also Spider-Verse, I believe. Um, put out a funny satirical tweet about an animated series based off of a podcast of based off high school musical, the musical, the, musical, the, musical, the, the series. series. And um yeah, so I I don't uh-huh. think obviously he doesn't know we exist. Um but, but I hope he does now. Yeah, we we quote tweeted. Um but we are back this week to talk about episode 2 of High School Musical the Musical the series um which is titled I don't remember. Um, okay, I have the Wikipedia page up because I plan slightly the read through. The, the read through, right? I do remember this. I watched it yesterday. Um, obviously, it is out on Disney Plus now. Mm-hmm. The episodes drop Fridays now. Um, so let's talk a little bit. You watched it most recently, Palmer. So I did. why don't we talk? You, you give us a recap. Yeah, about... I'll go. I'll go kind of brief. So basically, this is when the production actually starts on the show. Um, they all get together and do, of course, a read through with the whole cast. And obviously, things are pretty weird because there's the tension between EJ and Ricky over. Um, Ricky playing Troy yeah and And also Nini yeah and Nini there's like a very funny like bit where Nini is sitting like it's Nini and then it goes Ricky and then it goes EJ um and so Ricky's sitting next to Nini and like EJ tries to switch around the placards and they all like they all hold hands they all hold hands Miss Jen is very much about like coming together as like one big drama family and she makes everyone like hold hands in a circle and like Nikki or no Nini and Ricky are just like ew we're exes we're not gonna hold hands well it's funny when like Ricky and EJ too are like obviously in so much pain trying to hold hands and Miss Jen obviously is you know She's really yeah. going for it. Uh, <laughs> she sings for them, and it's supposed to be funny and stuff. Um, but so there's tension during the read through because uh, the stage manager is gone. So Big Red fills in and is not um, particularly experienced uh, reading stage directions. So or reading in general, reading in general. Um, <laughs> but they they go through, and they're so we're, we're starting to get the series. But obviously, Ricky is experiencing the dissonance between the fact that he really doesn't actually want to be there and mm-hmm. the fact that he's there because of Nini. So over the course of this episode, the biggest thing that happens is Ricky coming to terms with the fact that he's not going to quit the show, um, given that it's hard because he doesn't quit things anymore. So he's still really on this path to try and prove yeah. himself. As he like wants a- to prove that he's worthy of Nini and like win her back and just like... So he goes from slacking in this role to actually like fully committing to it. Yeah, which is super cool. Um, over the course of the episode two, we kind of get a bit more of information on the other characters, notably Ashlyn, who is playing Miss Darbus, who is EJ's cousin, as we learn. Um, and she's super cool. You know, she has a bunch of like feminist posters up in her locker. Mm-hmm. Um, she has killer pipes, which we will talk about at length later um and then we we get some glances at the side characters too so there's and and gina too yeah the gina. transfer student who is playing sharpay's understudy but not an actual other role actually no um, she plays taylor she she's playing taylor she does play taylor 
Oh, was that okay? It she's was. On, it was Sharpe- just or, on. No, the, she's playing Gabriella's understudy, not Sharpay's understudy. Yeah. No, yeah, she's she's the understudy, but in just in the way that like EJ is playing Chad, but he's the Troy mm-hmm. understudy. She's playing Ch- Taylor. Um, it was on like her placard. Oh, okay, um, okay. But yeah. so yeah, yeah, but she's obviously the the thing be- behind Ricky is that Gina is also scheming because she believes that if Ricky sticks around, then nini will quit and then Mm -hmm. she is gabriella so there's a weird little thing where both she's trying to get nini to quit ej is trying to get ricky to quit and so there's like this whole scheming dynamic between the four these four characters um which is pretty reminiscent of like the actual high school musical yeah and it's funny because even though um gina and ej kind of seem like they're going after the same thing they actually are their goals are like opposed because yeah. gina wants to like get rid of nini mm-hmm. just so she can have the role of gabriella and she doesn't care who's playing troy whereas ej wants specifically to play opposite nini right so it's like a i feel like you could make like a one of the you know in like micro econ when you learn about like <laughs> the, the sorry the matrix of like people like you could do that for I, this I and never find okay micro maybe because i'm not maybe a i will do <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was a, a Florida requirement oh, for everyone really to take economics. People always took it because it was the easy AP class. Or they would just self-study for the exam when they wanted to like have more AP huh. scores at my school. But All right. So anyways, anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. It's it's this weird, it's this very weird dynamic where where all of them are kind of scheming. Nini's just chilling Nini's the only one who's not scheming Nini just wants to like yeah. get through this well and Rick, she wants Ricky kind of too is like also yeah. now has I this mean, he, new like motivation he's he's, he's he yeah, has an ulti- he's, ulterior I guess motive. you could say he's scheming but his scheming is more wholesome than the other two yeah not that like I don't I'm not mad at Gina for wanting the lead role I think right. she's very capable and stuff but um also I think as Gabriella she's like entirely miscast yeah. Because Gabriella is like very reserved and like definitely like Nini evokes Gabriella. Right. Um I I because I described um Gina as like a cross between Sharpay and Taylor because she has that like drama club ambitions of Sharpay, but mm-hmm. Taylor is definitely more practical and also more schemey because yeah. Taylor orchestrates that whole thing yeah. in the first one where they like both talk Troy and Gabriella out of um Doing the seeing musical. each other doing the music they have that like video hookup to troy being yeah. like gabriella is nothing like yeah it's like that bit in um uh god what is it scooby-doo monsters unleashed where oh the, my he's gosh, like where the thread like i think coolsville sucks um yeah <laughs> that's not that relevant but honestly um, everything comes back to scooby-doo monsters Unleashed. everything comes back to scooby-doo monsters after, Unleashed. after high school musical the musical the series is over we'll just do a scooby-doo monsters unleashed podcast yeah an, an oral history of scooby-doo um, monsters Unleashed. so good um but back to the matter okay. at hand so that's back kind of to this, high school musical the musical the series yes that's generally the arc of the episode is um kind of getting everyone into the vibe of actually performing ricky learns how to dance um just dealing with all of that and putting some of these character relationships into relief um mm-hmm. which is fun we also see courtney for like a hot second in this episode yeah she's not there too much i feel like big red takes more of a 
a role as best friend in this episode. Yeah. Um, because he, so he, he stage reads because the stage manager is out mm-hmm. and he like definitely has like a fear of reading in front of people, this poor boy. Cause he just, he cannot, he starts reading out the punctuation. Yeah. Um, oh, no, he, he goes from like steamrolling through the dialogue without like stop it, without pausing. And then, um, Miss Jen is like, how about like try reading the punctuation? And he and goes like, Sharpay crosses stage, comma, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, but I think one of my favorite moments with Big Red in this one is, um, cause Ricky's like upset about his parents' relationship, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Big Red's just like, hey, dude, you want to like come and hang out and like talk? And I just like, I like that like positive male friendship thing right. we got going on here. Like they're talking about their feelings. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. I like it. It's really good. He obviously like cares a lot and he's willing, cause I, in that conversation, he's like, oh yeah, like, you can come over to my place, we can play some video games, or I can come over to yours, we can just hang out, you know, offering yeah. multiple options to comfort his friend, um, which is very sweet. I like him. He's very sweet, and he's really funny. He's, like, becoming one of my favorite characters here. Yeah, he's he's okay. really great. Uh, but speaking of characters who kind of took a dunk for me in terms of how much I like them, let's talk about EJ. <laughs> okay, yeah, EJ... Uh, yeah okay so i started off this series and i was like pretty optimistic about ej because he wasn't portrayed as like a jerk jock he was like genuinely nice he was like very supportive of nini he was mm-hmm. just like very sweet he's the water polo captain but he's also a theater kid so he has some dimensions to him yeah. um he can he's, like, a little multitudes. cocky yeah he's a little cocky but like like a good guy like like there's a good heart in there but then this episode he is suspicious that nini is like still texting um Ricky. Ricky. So he asks Ashlyn to steal her phone so he can look at her messages. And that's just like, that's so, no, no. it's awful. I mean, like, that's such yeah. an invasion of privacy. Like, oh, first off, A, you shouldn't feel like you have to police your girlfriend. Um, B, you should never police your girlfriend's communications. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like taking taking someone's phone, like in the digital age, like if someone ever Oh, that's my such a phone? breach of fi- privacy. Yeah. yeah, that's it's a major breach of trust and privacy, and so that was. And also, he he ropes Ashlyn into it, which yeah. is like very rude. And <laughs> she she's she's like, no, dude, like that's weird. I'm not yeah, she's like, she'll never forgive you. She'll never give forgive me. It's also wrong, and so it turns out that Gene is the one who does it at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. um, and takes Nikki's phone or Nikki geez um takes Nini's phone and puts it in um EJ's bag and he thinks it's Ashlyn but then that's when you get that setup between the two of them mm-hmm, um, about their scheming scheme pals um but yeah that was I mean EJ is obviously insecure about his relationship so, hold on, the thing is Nini. I don't know if EJ's actually because I, I had said previously well, that EJ wants to play Troy opposite Nini but maybe EJ just doesn't want nini to be playing someone opposite ricky like i think it's more so that well and i think too yeah. it's it's him because that, then it's... then him and gina would be working more in tandem of trying to get gina into the gabriella role right and i think too, but then and, but that also just makes him doubly bad because he's like sabotaging his girlfriend's yeah. like hopes and dreams well i think for him like nini being his girlfriend is also like a status thing you know Mm -hmm. um because she's had this glow up over the past summer yeah she's super sweet and like cute and he um is really attached to the idea of that and is less caring about i guess her feelings and the respect Mm -hmm. of you know i'm just fixating on the taking her phone thing but yeah 
Yeah. Anyway, it's we'll see how that develops. But um, yeah. I I went from like liking him and maybe even like rooting for it. Ricky is like my soft special boy, but like I like EJ too. He wasn't a bad dude. Yeah. But now I'm like, hmm, well, EJ, what what you doing, boy? Yeah, well, especially in the first episode, EJ was by and large fine i think a lot of yeah, the, the he qualms was i even... had with him you could chalk up to him just being expecting that lead role and not getting it yeah which, like yeah. okay it's a little fair you know yeah. um when someone casts a rando after you've put like three years into the program yeah so M- much much like the original high school musical i know i know right um but okay. speaking anyway. of phones though speaking of very phones. good speaking cell phone moment phones. in this episode um so Miss Jen is fixating on like getting an original prop from the series, and, and so you think it's sh- gonna be like I she she had to like arrange a delivery and it was like super duper like she called people who called people and like you're expecting it to be like I don't know the moon in Breaking Free or something right, and so she gathers the whole drama club into like their basement. Uh, meeting place and they're all opening this box and they're, it's like like a pretty hefty sized box right it's a really big box yeah yeah and they're opening it and like diving into like the packaging materials and then she pulls out a cell phone but a it's cell phone. gabriella's cell phone from it's like the 2006 phone. high school it's like no it's like a brick it's like a yeah it looks like a um god what did they call them um it was like those those personal like organizers um Blackberry? I guess a Blackberry. A a Palm Pilot. It looks like a Palm Pilot, which I remember my parents having when I was a child. Um, But it's it's like a Blackberry, yeah, phone. This is like even pre... This was like the age of the Motorola Razor or something, right? But it has like a big keyboard and stuff. And Uh they pull it out of the box. First, they unwrap it from like a hilarious amount of bubble wrap and then they pull it out of the box and I think like one... I think... I forget who it was, but someone's like... Is that a garage door opener? <laughs> it's so funny because this show is like so hilariously self-aware uh-huh. of like the weird the, the digital developments that have occurred since the series originally aired in 2000s or God, I keep saying series. But, but, since well, the, it's a the series m- of movies. Series of movies. You're since not the wrong. first You're not yeah, wrong. Close enough. <laughs> um, but since the first movie aired in January 2006, mm-hmm. um and I was thinking about it and like these kids who are I, I don't know exactly how old the actors are, but I know they're kind of all they're all teens, they're, they're, I believe. I know Nini is sixteen and Ricky okay, is 18. eighteen. I don't know about the others, but they're all like pretty young. They yeah. were like three when the movie came out. Right. If you're sixteen now, yeah, you were three when, when high school musical was airing. Um and so it's it's just so funny thinking about like <laughs> they probably actually don't know yeah. haven't seen a f- like actually used a phone like this yeah um yeah which i think is so funny given like we've been talking about with you know invading nini's phone being such a yeah. gross trespassing of privacy now like the ways in which digital technology has yeah, and, like, become a part of teen culture barely a thing in the movies uh-huh i really like, I- I don't even remember anyone actually like using a phone beyond like I don't know maybe like sending a text message or calling. I don't I yeah. don't care. I can't remember like a key plot moment. Whereas this one already has two very big things that are like social media and phone focus, like Nini's yeah. Instagram thing mm-hmm. and then this stealing a phone thing, which I think it's really interesting just to see like the use of phones in teen dramas because then you have you have things like Riverdale that kind of just ignore the fact that cell phones exist, right? 
and then does Riverdale ignore cell phones? Or I, I, I haven't watched Riverdale. I only know that so I'm long. weird. I'm a weirdo, etc. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I even, know, like even looking at people. Like, oh, go ahead. You know, I was just gonna say. I feel like a lot of teen dramas tend to not use it too much, or like no. I feel like Riverdale has phones. Does it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't I, watch Riverdale. Something <laughs> else I was thinking of too is like if we look back towards like the early 2010s even. Um, and I I think of this because it's like a meme in this moment because mm-hmm. Victorious was just added to Netflix, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. Victorious has this whole gimmick where it's like the slap, right? It's like yeah, their school, social, school social media. Yeah, and it's side. like yeah, yeah. everyone don't look at the pimple on my face feeling embarrassed you know and even back then when social media was really coming into its own in terms of like teen culture that was when facebook i believe was starting Mm -hmm. to really take off um like the ways in which we've watched digital technology or iCarly, which is a series about a web show um or bizarre vark which is a series about youtubers i believe i haven't watched it actually um but i feel like these shows for kids always do social media better than like like i don't know like cw shows mm-hmm. um, i do agree anyway yeah it's 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 super interesting um and i think that's one of the things that this series really has going for it is that it gets technology and it's very self-aware in the ways that that technology has changed since it's source since material the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um so that was hilarious that was one of my favorite like punchlines or moments of mm-hmm. this episode <laughs> it's just like the absurdity is that a garage door opener um but yeah anyway so talking cool. about palmer's other favorite moment in this yeah episode oh ashlyn's God. solo so yeah. ashlyn is ej's cousin who is playing miss darbus um and she got kind of like assigned the role because miss jen i guess just went around and like pointed at people and went like you look like you're gonna be this character but mm-hmm. she like respond like i love that she pointed at ashlyn and was like i'm sensing miss darbus and, and ashlyn was just like with like full enthusiasm like yeah absolutely i will be miss darbus and i'm just like yeah um and so miss jen was like oh i'm envisioning like a second act power ballad for miss darbus mm-hmm. to sing because miss darbus should have a song yeah does she have a song in like the musical production no she never sings she okay. just is there to be like theater people yeah um, yeah you know um so ashlyn is writing a song and like um she is in the auditorium when nini comes in and then they end up duetting it together and it's mm-hmm. like i don't it, it does not fit the character of miss darvis like whatsoever no, I, it adds a lot of depth i feel like it's it's supposed to be a like sort of oh if i had done things differently would i be here as a high school drama teacher or something uh, i feel like yeah, that's yeah. I, I, okay. I mean we haven't seen it in action but maybe that's yeah um, but it's a it's a great song. It's and real Palmer good. knows about music, so I'm gonna let her. I mean, I don't. This I don't know that much about music, but I you mean, were in high school theater. Th- that I indeed was. Um, what I think is so great about wondering is that a both of um both the Julia Lester who plays Ashlyn and Olivia Rodrigo who play Nini um can truly sing the hell out of it right Mm -hmm. um it really shows off their lower registers super well um which i think one of the things i like about rodrigo's voice is that she has this super nice lower register um and that's what i also like about julia lester as well and then just this beautiful like pure chorus where they go up into like the upper mid-range um and it's it's so nice um and it's it's pretty simple it's not like 
a huge belting song, but there are there are certain moments where they get towards um, the end and they harmonize on the chorus um, and like this nice bridge. Um, but I think what's so it's so unexpected almost just in the respect that like there aren't really necessarily songs like this that are these kind of power ballads in high school musical just we or think even of- songs really with two female characters singing yeah there's none um yeah and, i mean like we think about like the, the the ballad from high school musical is when there was me and you um yeah. which it's very we've talked about this previously yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's very poppy um mm-hmm. and this one is very almost like theater ballad e in in a more stereotypical way yeah it feels it feels more musical theater than when there was me and you (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think it's i think it was just a an amazing performance but b just a very nice emotional moment where they really leaned into that and so like there's been, and they bonded yeah. and that's when ashton was like oh i can't steal this girl's phone that's crazy he's <laughs> crazy yeah i mean they it's funny because like there was a weird there's a moment where she's like oh my god like i can be gone in like six seconds you know if i don't mm-hmm. sit my back yeah she was kind of intimidated by nini yeah. actually because she, nini's, nini's the lead role nini's even if nini hasn't role. like been in this position of being like the lead character in the school plays before yeah. and so people so i don't know it was a cute moment i think i like their characters a lot they're the, kind of like the shy not super popular girls yeah well ashlyn's pretty from what we've seen her though she's pretty like yeah, out she's there not shy. she's yeah know? she's um yeah she's more self-assured than needy but Nini is um, but definitely is probably used to deferring to whoever is like the queen of the drama right program well, and at I think, the time i think she's a sophomore too right so yeah. there's i think i think um so there's also yeah, that the like dynamic there thing. yeah which is does matter in high school i guess mm-hmm. um where it feels like it's a big deal but yeah i mean she's i don't know ashlyn is like probably my fave right now i like ashlyn I, so much i like her attitude i love her voice um i think i saw a tweet like a week and a half ago or something where someone had the screener and was like there's a moment there, there's a song a performance in the second episode of this series that i think might be like emmy worthy or something and um that was also how i felt <laughs> after immediately it watching so it good. and i don't know if i like i'm obviously not a judge in awards so stuff um but i just i thought it was amazing i was blown away um i've been having it on repeat um but i hope we see good. more original songs like this in the series because that was my biggest almost worry going into it was are they going to be too reliant on the source material mm-hmm. what what's the style going to be of their original yeah, I, songs i really do like how not sticking to the original to like high school musical they are right. like I, th- I feel like they are self-aware of the tropes in portrayals of high school that have evolved since High School Musical. Mm-hmm. Um, I think back in like the mid two thousands, it was very much like, oh, high schools are made up of cliques, mm-hmm. and like, like that was such a big thing, and um, that's not the case nowadays. Mm-hmm. And they very much like embraced that, like, oh, like, uh, EJ is the water polo captain, and he's in drama, and right. um, Ashlyn is like a super duper like feminist, has like stickers on her locker that say "My body, my choice," right. and also she's in drama. And then mm-hmm. like Ricky is a skater kid, but he also plays guitar, and it's like these 
character archetypes that would not have existed in like 2006 because right. that was very much like jock, mm-hmm. nerd, nerd, skater. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kid. that's mean the whole girl. premise yeah. of stick to the status quo is breaking down. This yeah, is, like we, they're we, like, whoa. We live in a post stick to the status quo world. We live world. in a post stick <laughs> to the status quo world where being a skater boy who plays the cello is not like a super shocking thing. Like, right. that's like, oh yeah, he yeah. he does that. Speaking of soft boy skater boys, um, we did see a lot of Ricky this episode. Really, oh, kind of coming into boy. his own. Yeah, <laughs> my I, son, I, I, my I, child. Bo- both of us went from like last episode being like. Ricky doesn't deserve Nini, and now we're like on the Ricky train. Yeah, um, he's trying so hard, I and know. like, oh, he's so like. At first, he was like gonna give up because he was like, I can't dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I know you can't. But and like just kind of goofing off because he wasn't taking it seriously, and I forgot like what his turn of. What was it that like made him change his mind? Oh uh, no, it was it was Gina. Gina. Yeah, which Gina was trying the to scheme. scheme. Yeah, um, yeah, Gina which is hilarious. The but then park and is like, I'm babysitting. He's like, Where's your kid? And she's like, oh, you know. Yeah. But, so obviously she's um, there. But. Yeah. So she go. He decides to because she she made this whole thing about how having like a skater in the theater program made them like cooler. Right. Um. So then he goes and he like he stays up late and he's watching the original High School Musical uh-huh. and like practicing the dances and his dad comes back from yeah. work and he's like what the hell are you doing? I know. Well, and he oh, said, "This was such a sweet moment though." Mm-hmm. Um, when his dad, I think his dad comes down and is like, "Yeah, why are you um, dancing?" Yeah, to High like, School Musical, my at- dude. It's like midnight. Like, are you gonna go to bed? And then he, his dad can't sleep either, and he's like, "Well, you can yeah. join me." And it's nice because it's not a like why are you, it's not a weird like high school musical ask oh why are you dancing you know yeah. which is obviously a commentary in such a departure from troy's dad because troy's entire arc is like was like i'm a basketball player but also i like dance and sing yeah and- <laughs> right and it was it was just <laughs> I mean, which is like very appropriate for like the time right. as we said but like i feel like we've kind of evolved in our portrayal yeah. of high school cliques and all that how a jock can contain multitudes. Can contain multitudes. Well, yeah, and it's so sweet, like, because his dad doesn't say anything bad, and he's, like, gen- kind pretty supportive about it, and mm-hmm. just, like, chills with him. So I thought that was Yeah, it was a sweet, sweet moment. Also, good Ricky dancing moments is when yeah. he, like, throws some paper at Carlos in the library, and Carlos uh-huh. is like, please don't beat me up or something, I think. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, I, I love Carlos. I love, I also love Carlos. Um, Carlos? Good. Yeah, Car- team Carlos. Um, team Carlos. I'm team all of them. I don't know why yeah, every time. Yeah. EJ and Gina are on thin EJ, ice. EJ and Gina are on thin ice. I do like Gina more just because I do respect that. Like, oh, yeah. She's going after what she wants. EJ is just, like, being a dick. Yeah. Um... EJ's being... Courtney, I wish we could see more of. I want right more now, Courtney. Very one-dimensional. Um, unlike Big Red, who kind of stepped outside his like, I'm the best friend who's comic relief. Yeah. Role. Um, um. But yeah, but the oh yeah, the Carlos moment. Um, in the library. Yeah. Is, he Ricky is, shows him how to, shows yeah. him how much he's practiced. And, right. And he has the steps out. He's obviously struggling still, but Carlos yeah. is so nice. He's like, oh. Like, yeah, that's that you've been practicing. Like, that's it. Do yeah. it again. Um, they're all supportive of I each know. other. Um, God, it's so sweet. It's so good. So good. Anyway, so speaking of character moments, we got full confirmation that Nini has two moms. Yeah. Hell yeah, Nini. 
Go Nini. Um, Nini. Yeah, I think I think something to say for this series is that it is pretty queer inclusive, um, just in the respect of like, which is always something that I think is worth talking about with all ages programming. Um, even though it's gotten so much better in the past couple years. But um, yeah, Nini has that moment when she's talking to Ash and she's like, oh, one of my moms like sends me fortune cookie, like wisdom yeah, reminders. and it's really cute. Like we had seen two women like pick her up from her grandma's uh, like retirement home or whatever, right. but we didn't like, it wasn't like a, oh, hi, mom and mom. It yeah. Was just, like, I think that's, that's we, interesting we because that's a nice moment where it's not like, oh, these are Nini's two mothers. They yeah, are not like two women pandering. who are gay. Um, whereas, like, even, I, you know, thinking about other other moments like this on Disney Channel shows, there's the moment on Good Luck Charlie, um, which has one of Charlie's friends comes over for a play date, and she also has two moms. And there's a whole kind of, that scene, too, in that show, there's a whole setup where they open the door, and, like, there's two women there, and there's a little bit of, mm-hmm. like, you're sp- it's not a punchline exactly because i do think they handled it pretty well because i but... think because what happened was like each charlie's dad and charlie's mom had each met a separate mom oh, and so they yeah. were like kind of confused um because they were like i think referring to them by different names and they were like what the- what does this mean and then it was like oh our heteronormative assumptions are the punchline yeah so, right that's actually yeah. true that's that's a good way because i felt bad about saying punchline because the punchline wasn't yeah. necessarily like oh my god like they're gay but it was no it yeah. was like a the fact that they assumed was mm-hmm. the punchline right yeah um but in this case it was very nonchalant and i think that speaks mm-hmm. to like our conditioning that casual. we were like are they actually her moms you know mm-hmm. um so that was cool and then we we also have other characters that are ostensibly like coded as queer, even if it hasn't been explicitly mm-hmm. said. I mean, like we're obviously supposed to read Carlos as queer. Um, I feel Carlos is justice for Ryan. Yeah, I feel like that is true. Carlos is because he's the choreographer, Ryan. and Ryan was oh like definitely like coded as oh, yeah. queer, we're- but like did not get that justice because of disney channel at the time it was 2006 yeah 2006 through like what like 2010 i don't remember when the last one came out yeah yeah um but yeah yeah carlos is justice for ryan yeah it's true that's a good good tagline um but i think too like just the fact that this series does have is understanding of like the ways i think that gen z does identify as queer um, mm-hmm. And also just, like, the fact that there are multiple queer characters off the bat is cool. Um, and also that it's a theater program, which just naturally... Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, as a former uh, theater gay... No, I actually wasn't out at the time. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's cool. And especially, like, Disney Channel has been improving with this over the years. And we've seen general trends in all ages programming um between steven universe um between shows on nickelodeon like the loud house or andy Mm -hmm. mac on disney channel um which did feature one of its main characters coming out as gay in the series um which i definitely did cry watching that for the first time um but yeah so it's it's just cool to see even if it's on a streaming service where things are maybe quote-unquote safer um yeah well yeah i guess well 
Disney has been weird about censoring us on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they would censor that, but it's things like like I don't know if you saw that. Like, there's this tweet from Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls, oh, where yeah. like Disney censored like a symbol on Grunkle Stan's hat, which yeah. I guess could look like the communist logo, but it's literally just it's like a plot relevant thing in the later episodes because each of the characters like wears like a symbol that uh, like right. Yeah, I have forgotten so, and about it's literally that, just yeah. like a backwards moon or something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's weird. It's Who weird. They it like do. didn't take it out of like one of the thumbnails. It was very yeah. It was just like seriously like why? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so last thing we wanted to talk about is another groundbreaking character who is um, Seb Matthew Smith, Hell the yeah. guy who plays Sharpay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he's cool. So, I, we we finally I like, like actually saw him a little bit this episode. Yeah, he um yeah. So he he in the first episode, um, Miss Jen points to him and he was like, she's like, I'm feeling Ryan. He's like, actually, I want to play Sharpay, which already was like, huh, interesting. Um, and then he hadn't really talked, but then he has like a brief little aside, like yeah. mockumentary, like let me talk to the camera a bit, um, <laughs> where he talks about cows. Yeah, well, he says his it's it's the gist is that he's like. Oh, well, I come from a dairy family. Yeah. We raise cows, but I love the theater. Theater instead, um, which is interesting Yeah, and funny. It was it was funny. This is the only like thing of note he has said in two episodes besides wanting to be Sharpay. Yeah. I look forward to seeing where he goes with this. Right. I, I want to see more, and I know he's not one of the like, main characters, you know? Um. But I was just like, I'm very, I'm very excited. Um, and from like previous, there's a teaser that's on YouTube that includes like the medley, um, which is also available on Spotify from the series. So it's not really a spoiler, but there, there is a, there's like a couple moments where you see like, like glances between Carlos and Seb, and I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm. I was like, that's being set up for something. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he seems great. I. I support him um, as Sharpay. Yeah, me too. Me so. too. Live your dream. I wonder who's playing Ryan then, if they also gender swap that or like... Yeah, we haven't seen seen a Ryan yet. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. We'll see. All um, right. So, um, yeah, that's basically um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, episode two, the read-through. The read-through. Oh, I just noticed that they're stylized like that. Like, the blank. Oh, yeah, yeah. The auditions. Yeah, the read-through. wow. Um, it's, yeah. What a concept. Very cute. Um, but, yeah. Love that for them. Love that for them. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, we're on many. Uh, let us know who your favorite character so far is. Yeah. Who's your High School Musical, the musical, the series, bias? Um. yes there you go um i'm gonna say right now mine is probably i feel like you're gonna say ashlyn so i don't want to say ashlyn okay i mean we can both be team ashlyn because i was gonna say ashlyn Ashlyn. (laughs) yeah um yeah ashlyn is currently winning in my rankings with like ricky like just behind because ricky is now my soft special boy yeah my my son my my baby boy i wish him all the happiness in the world want to protect um yes but yeah yeah so everyone reply with your high school musical the musical the series the bias yeah (laughs) the bias (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but please bother us on social love to talk about it all right anyway um so yeah yeah thanks you can follow us on hsm tm ts 
podcast on Twitter uh-huh. or send an email to that same that same, same handle email. as an email as G- a Gmail. Gmail HSMTMTS podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um yeah. Right. Find us on cool. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Music, SoundCloud, hopefully iTunes soon. Um soon. But we'll Question see. Question mark? Yeah. All right. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you next podcast time. Podcast out.